0: This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Executive Platforms Blueprint podcast series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content and research. My guests today are Andre Zilich and Davide Barati. Uh, They're with PQE Group, and we're going to have a conversation about some of the trends that are happening in the biopharmaceutical industry. I'm really excited for this conversation. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Likewise, uh, really looking forward to it. Thank you, Jeff. It's a pleasure to be here. With
0: you. I know you've been having a lot of conversations with biopharmaceutical executives over the last couple of days. What are some of the key takeaways that uh, you're hearing in your conversations?
2: OK, so um, all the different workshops have been very interesting. I think that the most interesting ones, the most uh, uh, informative ones were, the, uh, were those related to cell and gene therapy products. Um, The main takeaway for me is that uh, um, the global demand for this kind of products is dramatically and constantly growing. And as such, uh, all the players involved, I mean manufacturers and uh, regulators, are required to keep up the pace. On one hand, the regulators are uh, really required to promote and facilitate the development of those uh, therapies for both large and small populations. By doing what? Um, more clearly defining an accelerated approval procedures uh, by improving the interactions with the applicants and uh, the, uh, speeding up the timeliness of responses and by harmonizing the regulatory approaches. On the other hand, the uh, manufacturers and marketing authorization holders are challenged into several aspects. Uh, first one, they have to expand their production capacity. Second, they have to identify and retain talents. Third, uh, they have to automate more their production processes. And finally, they have to reduce uh, their process complexity.
0: And how do you think the industry is going to approach solving some of those challenges?
2: Well, the right direction, I believe, is the um, creation of synergy amongst all the different players involved, even if I think that this will require time to happen. As I said before, regulators are required to uh, interact more with the applicants. On the other hand, uh, marketing authorization holders, manufacturers are required to have more efficient processes. And uh, so um, uh, having a more efficient and effective quality system. To do that, this means that uh, they should be more open to leverage on common practices to benchmark with uh, uh, competitors or other players in the same space, and uh, to partners also with qualified third-party consultants, Uh, that could help them in the the identification of uh, tailored and uh, um, scalable solutions. So for instance, I'm speaking about scalable quality systems that could uh, be adjusted across the life cycle of a product and uh, um, also the provision of qualified personnel that could uh, help them in executing, managing and also coaching them throughout this journey.
0: How is PQE Group part of this ongoing conversation. How are you helping the industry move forward on these issues?
2: Well, I I think
1: we're actually quite uniquely positioned in this space. We're in the market since the late 90s, and we are supporting only and solely life science organizations throughout the history of the company uh, with 1,500 people worldwide, 31 offices globally, and actually more than 15,000 projects under our belt. We have seen quite a lot. We have uh, supported companies from early stage developing a very basic quality management system, but then also supported them uh, throughout their growth and uh, expanding and, and, and building the full-blown complex uh, uh, QMS, uh, uh, enabling these companies to enter even, also from a foreign market to the US FDA regulated space and, and pass the pre-approval inspections here in America.
0: You know i can appreciate that every one of these companies is different but when i put myself in the position of a, a biopharmaceutical executive who is aware you know we're moving forward and, and i want to have all the tools and processes in place that i need to succeed what is getting started with a group like pqe group look like
1: well i think the, the most important thing is to line up the right actors for the task right and uh, what we always preach and what we try to do is to bring some of our top subject matter experts on the topic to the initial conversations, which is actually a brainstorm of what are your challenges, what is out there in terms of solutions, and ultimately, how would you like to see that journey in terms of a pace, in terms obviously of an end goal. So jumping on the first TC, not binding at all to any parties, just hash it out, what your thoughts are, what the challenges are, and see if we can start designing a potential solution for a
2: company like that. Right, I think that we have um, the right people uh, speaking the same language of. Of our clients all the times.
0: Can we talk a little bit about quality culture because uh, you know it's it's fundamental to the industry of course but every company has sort of its own way of doing things and you coming in as quality consultants and, uh, and people who can really help move an organization forward you must have a lot of insight into how to shape that from its early days how to support it moving forward. How do you engage with the quality culture of your clients?
1: Interesting question, actually, because it really depends on the size and the maturity of the client. Obviously, if we're working with the top pharma, top 20 pharma, top 20 medical device or top 20 biotech companies, we adapt to the current quality management systems and the way of doing things at those companies. But we don't adapt just uh, uh, without any potential criticism. We are actually quite upfront in in pointing out any areas of improvement uh, once we see them. and uh, and also being uh, in quality and and, and being in the quality space. We have to be very rigid in what we can tolerate and what we have to raise our hand or even walk away sometimes from the situations. The the landscape differs when you approach small to medium companies that very often are in a very fast pace of growth and they haven't had that quality maturity. That's where I think our hands-on experience in emerging markets in the US and really worldwide uh, comes in handy because we have hold uh, uh, their hand throughout the whole journey many times in the past for domestic companies here in the US but also for the foreign companies uh, going to US and also I think uh, for, the, for the US companies going up to markets like Europe, Far
2: East Asia, or Latin America. I like the idea and the concept that uh, we can help uh, uh, junior startup companies to grow across this journey. So um, Our consultants are not only, uh, let me say, executors of activities, but they also coach the people of the company and they improve their quality awareness and they build a quality culture and quality mindset uh, across the life cycle of the product, so that at the very end, uh, we build together with our clients a sustainable uh,
0: and mature quality management system. I think a really important part of this conversation is data integrity. Can you speak to that, please?
1: Well, I think data integrity is a is a very key element, especially these days. Uh, when you look at the new guideline published by the FDA on on CSA, it's really uh, speaking to the concept of not over designing, over documenting, and overdoing quality, but really focusing on the key elements of data integrity of the process that are uh, that are sensitive. Uh, to the data integrity challenges. So uh, we really uh, work heavily in the data integrity space from the 1998, from the inception of the company. We actually started as a data integrity house. Uh, So we really follow the principles of uh, uh, risk management, critical thinking, and and really approaching the data integrity with the sole two principles in mind. Uh, uh, patient safety and product quality, and not thinking about width of the binders that we want to present to the FDA inspectors.
0: You know, at the very beginning of this conversation, uh, Davide said something that I really enjoyed. Um, cell and gene therapy, it, it's moving into a commercial space, and you know, the industry really does have to get on the same page, collaborate, communicate, share what's working. I would love for you to expand upon that a little bit.
2: Well, uh, we have ultimately think about the fact that uh, there are uh, thousands of patients down there uh, with unmet medical needs so the ultimate, the ultimate purpose of the healthcare sector uh, regardless of whether we are competitors or not it's to try to serve and to fix those ma- unmet medical needs so we really should um, overcome those kind of barriers and uh, try to find a way to collaborate together
1: and i don't think you know we can afford the territorialism here right we're all hands on deck and what i mentioned before patient safety product quality this is the main principle this is the main goal for every company whether it's life sciences or an ethical consultancy organization like ourselves we pride ourselves in collaborating with so called competitors all the time as long as it makes sense for the quality of the work that we do and ultimately assuring, uh, assuring full compliance for our customers.
0: You know, we've covered a lot of ground in this discussion and I wonder if there are one or two key things you would like people who have been listening to uh, think about a little further.
1: I think uh, focus on collaboration rather than not your logo, not your brand. Uh, think about uh, product quality, patient safety first. and. Uh, uh, mingle in, in in the groups like on this conference, uh, speak and make relationships with the counterparts at different companies, uh, just to ultimately to, to assure compliance and assure inspection readiness of the, of, of, of the plans and, and really the high quality of the products. Uh, we're all in this together and and Genie needs to succeed. It's not going to be one logo or the other. It's got to be the concept.
0: For people who have been listening to this and uh, maybe have some questions or want to bounce some ideas off of you, what is the best way to get in touch?
1: Well, uh, really, uh, you you can contact us through our website, through LinkedIn, send us an email, give us a call, send a pigeon, whatever works. Uh, uh, We will always uh, revert swiftly and and we will always make sure that we have the lineup of subject matter experts that uh, could address your needs for the further brainstorming and discussions.
0: Well, I do encourage everyone to check out the website. I think uh, PQE Group is a wealth of knowledge, and uh, for for biopharmaceutical executives looking for even just a sense check of where they are and maybe what they should be thinking about, why not have a conversation and see what comes of it? Um, Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time today.
2: Thank you, Jeff. It has been a pleasure. Thanks, Jeff, for having us.
0: You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon.